0: Good morning, a good guten Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kaidosh, parashis re'eh, Erev Shabbos Kaidosh, Erev Rosh Kaidosh Elo, tomorrow mitz Hashem, will be Rosh Kaidosh Elo, tomorrow and Sunday. And Tavshin uh, Pei Beis, and uh, there's no question that the fact that the Shabbos and Elo are coming together shows us that there's definitely a connection between the Shabbos and Elul. And um, when we think about where we're holding uh, Baruch Hashem for many people around the world, has been a vacation time, and now the yeshivas and the seminaries and the schools, everything is starting up again after in America, we have a two-month vacation over here, we have a three-week vacation here in Eretz Israel. And um, it's been a time of simchas, of chasnas, of bar mitzvahs, of brisin. And at the same time, as we mentioned last week, there have been some very, very difficult tragedies. And we have to be mishtatev and tzayr of all of those people. And especially, we do want to mention something which will speak a little bit about, the pitira, the passing away of the great Rosh Hashiva, of Yeshivat Perat Yosef Chacham, Shalom, Kohen Zatzal, who was the Rosh Shiva of Parat Yosef, and we want to say over some stories about him as well, and to try to gain inspiration and Hanhagas that we can use for our own lives. So I was thinking, you know, every year we try to speak about the parsha, and I listened a little bit to what I said last year, and the truth is what I said last year was very, very good. When I say very good, I'm not trying to compliment myself, I'm trying just to say that it's worthwhile to listen to it over again if you can get it online. But every year we try to take a look at a fresh look, and I thought that we should focus a little bit upon the month of Elul and uh, some of the aspects of where we're holding, as far as you know, reinvigorating ourselves into the the new. We used to call it the Elosman. I remember every year, you when know, the boys used to come from Tenere Yaakov. every lot of people asked that, you know, really, <laughs> when the boys would come to Neriakon at the beginning of the year, they weren't necessarily ready to sit and learn. It's a, um, an understatement. And it was rock and roll time for many people, coming off of a long summer, and then trying to integrate into somewhat of a yeshiva atmosphere, and especially the month of Elul, or the Slichas, <clears throat> and then the Yom and the It wasn't an easy task for many, many boys. It wasn't an easy task for the rabbeim and the staff. And people used to ask that, why would um why would you want to start up, you know, uh, in Elzman why just wait till after Yantiv, go through the Chagim? you know, and that way you won't have all of the the rough and tumble beginning of the year that took place And specifically and I I'm, I'm speaking about Neriak, I'm not talking about other Yeshivas where Elo is Kadrashvatara. But we always used to feel, and I think that it used to play itself out, that the Zman itself of Elo played a big role in the Ali of all of Talmidim. And it might not have been apparent right away, but as this, the years went on, people look back and they see that what Elul was all about, what Yom of was all about. Each one got something special out of the Yom Narayim. There's no question that it is Yom Naraim. It is awesome days which are coming upon us. The month of Elul, so an interesting thing brought down that the month of Elul is really a Lushan of Mu'ula, it's a loshen with an ayin. Elul is loshen of ma'ula. It's really the best, the best month, so to speak. Why is it the best month? The best month because it's the month that the Baruch created the world. The Baruch created the world. The world was created. hei elo the world was created. Rosh Hashanah is the day that Adam Elishan was created, which is the tachlis of the Bri of the olam. But El is Lushen ma'ula. It's a loshen of the best. And if we would look at it in such a light. It would give us a chizuk in how we should begin the avod of the month of El. We know the month of El also the mazal, the mazal besula, the mazal of the virgin. And it also represents the description of what tahara is all about. For those of us that are learning the daf and learning besula Nisis, the yom revi, we speak about how much uh, the, 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 the ksuba of, an, of a besula is over an almana. The besula represents tahara, represents purity. And that's what we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to how we can now reclaim, reclaim the concept of taharis hanefesh, And the shofar is going to be blown. The shofar is going to be blown, as we say, and the Rambam always says, Uru yishenim mishanaschem venedomim the purpose is to awake us, to raise us up from our stupor. So even though this month is really the last month of the year, but it's also the hachanah for the new year. And therefore, it's it's such it's such an important Shabbos. Shabbos of which has within it kedusha and taira, Elo, which has it within it the best and the tahara, the purity. Ah, we should. We, this is what we've been waiting for. And on this, we're going to say on Sunday, the famous Tilim from David HaMelech, We start out LaDavid, Hashem Ori It's in Tilim, it's Perech Zion, but we, we're used to saying it for the next, for 40 days, and some people say it all the way, all the way until Hoshana HaRabba, but we're going to be saying the the, the, the Tilim of Ahasha'altim Eish Hashem. Now, here we want to raise the point as we try to get into Elo. Uh, the famous question is that we, we say in the middle of the and Hashem, we say, Ahasha'altim Eish Hashem. There's one thing the Davena Melech is from HaKadosh Baruchun. Shifti Eish Hashem kol yimei, I want to be able to sit in the house of Hashem all the days of my life. Lachsus Hashem. To be able to, to, to taste or to be able to gaze at the the, the beauty, the ne'imus of a Baruch Hu. The pleasantness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we want to be able to visit in his heichol, in his inner sanctuary. And over here, the famous question which already the Medrash is, is that, you know, it's, Dov. Melch starts off by saying, he asking for one thing. And then he ends up asking for a lot of things. He gives three descriptions, shifty, Lachzais, Ulevakir uh, Becholo, L'chor only asks for one thing. And then the, the real question is, is that he starts out by saying, you want to be Shifti, b'beis Hashem? I want him to live in the house. And then he says, I just want to, um, to visit. So which one is it? So I think we could use a muscle, which I saw, Gevaldik before, but we could use the muscle coming off of vacation. Many, many people went away on vacations. People flew around the world. People flew to different places, beautiful places. And, you know, I myself wasn't so to go away this year on a vacation. We had Baruch Hashem. We made vacation uh, by having simchas, Baruch Hashem. But I used to go, I've been going for walks and we did go to the ocean. And uh, just being in Yerushalayim, I said it's a very cheap Airbnb. I didn't have to pay anything for the Airbnb. The breakfast was pretty reasonable. And be able to walk in the city to go to the coast to Daven, just to go for early morning walks and to see the beautiful hurry yahoo to see the flowers, to see the trees and to be misspaled from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So many many people went away on vacations they saw beautiful things. And what happens on vacations is vacations is is that when a person sees a beautiful scenery, so he becomes excited by it. There's what's called hispalus Hispalus Haneffish wonderment. and then when he comes back, many people take pictures. And, they, um, and then they share it with their friends. say, oh, where did you go? Where did I go? I went to Colorado. I went to Vermont. I went to the West Coast. I went to, to Switzerland. Oh, some people say they went to show but there's beautiful places in Ertzitzschall as well. But the concept is that the vacation gives a person like a newness, a new freshness. But if a person is there in the place of vacation, a person lives there the whole time, then it becomes like almost like drudgery. It doesn't necessarily see the beauty in it, because the hergal nasala keteva. That's what happens, is that we get used to things and we're not in the spoil from them. We can have the same scenery right in front of us. Like I always say, it's, I always find it difficult that there are many, many people and I give them a brocha that they should have long lives and they should be able to, zuchot, people that live in the old city and are looking at the Malka Mamignosh and really it's a fantastic place to be, there's no question about it, you're so close, but a person has to be careful because sometimes you get used to it and you don't you lose you lose what's called the hispalus, you lose the wonderment. And this is maybe what Daven Melech was saying. Daven Melech was saying is, I want to be a shifty beis hashem, that the shifty beis hashem should be levakir beichola. It should be with the newness when I when I come to the place to the beis hashem to the base medrash to the beis Aknesis, to my avodas hashem however it is, it should be with a hischatshes. It should be a bechina of. It's like the first time that I ever came to it. Like I went away on vacation and I saw it that first time. It made such an impression upon me. A person that came to the old city and he went to the hotel, and he had some sort of uplifting experience. Every single time he should be able to, want to draw inspiration and to be able to take that away and say this is a great thing. And that's the way our dedication for learning should be. Our dedication for learning, our dedication for growth our dedication for tefillah, our dedication for mitzvahs ben Odom I want to do it with a newness. It should be a bechina of levaker And in a certain sense, we can add on to this. <coughs> so another pshat, the base Halevi says that there's like three madragas in Torah. When a person learns Torah, we know there's what's called yogatum matzasa We toil in the Torah and then we find the answers, and that takes a lot of hard work. That's backbreaking work, and for some people that are New newbies so to speak into the world it's, it feels like it's even a little bit harder but eventually you become more engrossed and the more you learn the more you understand but it's only by being miyageya and then there's another level which is even a higher level which is the people that are able to learn the Torah they learn the Torah with such a breadth of knowledge that they want to gain the practical halachic ramifications and those are the great poskim, the great rabbanim Today, Baruch Hashem, we have a world so many, so many, Talmud HaChachamim have the opportunity to be able to come poskim, and we have also in Eretz Yisrael, and in America the great yeshivas, which are producing the next cadre of poskim, and people that are going to Paskin and Shilas. And then we have the third level, which is what's called the Soydus HaTorah. It's the panemius of Torah. That's the deepest secrets of the Torah. You know, the, the, the Zayah the the Arizal, the Ramchal those are the that's, that, that's a, mat, a maton of him to be able to get the soydus of Torah to be able to get the panemius of the Torah and it could be, this is really what the what, what it's saying over here Dov and the said I want to be a shifti b'Veis Hashem the first thing is to be a shifti b'Veis Hashem which is to be able to be a yageya b'turret. and then there's the lach says b'noiom Hashem b'noiom Hashem is that so the Neimus? That's the real outcome of the Torah. And then there's the Levaker Behecholon. The Hechel is really the Pnimius. The bias is the Chitzin, but the Hechel is the Pnimius. I want to get to that last Madrega, which is a Matana. That doesn't come so easily. That's like a Bikur. That's something that a person is able to get only because of when a person has Tyrus Hanefesh. Ah, that we could use maybe this push for the Elo. Taurus and Nevis shall lead us that we shall be able to be to zoch to these three madrigues, and I think we can understand this in the light of a gavala kavort I saw over from my Rebbe Reb Chaim Mintz Shalita. In the beginning of the parasha it says Re'ayah noychi noisem ifnechem ayoyim bracho klolah, and Rashi points out a few words these statements which were said by her grizim by her evil the brachas and the klolos which was said previously in the Torah, where HaKadosh Baruchos said, on Har Grisim, he said, and on Har Eval, he said, the Klolos. is saying, look, I gave in front of you the Brachas and the Klolos, Har Grisim and Har Evel. Why is it so important to mention where the Brachas and the Klolos were given? The main thing is that there are Brachas and Klolos, and we have to know that we have to find the Brachas. The Brachas is Asher Tishmu, and the Klolos is Imlo Tishmu. So the, the answer that Reb Chaim says is that people are in a spoil, as we said before. People are amazed by physical creations in the world that, of course, bracha created in the Teva. And they were in Eretz there were two mountains. One was Har Greece, one was Har Evel. And you could see clearly in them, you could see the Bracha and you could see the Klala. One was filled with bountifulness. The other one was desolate. One had the Kayach of Bracha one had the Kayach of Klola. But how do we apply that to us today? What's the message that it's giving to us today in our own lives? The answer is that there are certain types of experiences, especially, let's say, a Talmud that learned in yeshiva or girls that learned in seminaries. But We'll speak about Neri Yaakov Talmudim or other Talmudim that are listening to this, that you had an Aliyah by being in a Mokram Qadis. Like we said before, what was Elo like? What was Yaman and Narayim like? What was that connection to your rabbeim? What was that connection to the base Medrash? Remember when you were able to sit and learn, you didn't have tir desazman, and you grew, and you were in Eretz Yisrael. And that created a dynamics of something which you can draw inspiration in till today. And that's what maybe the Torah is telling us. Re'e bracha arhar al you should, a person should hearken back to the times that he was in yeshiva, to those days that he sat up in the Beis Medjish, those days that he, he had a kumzitz with his chaverim, and he had that relationship with, with with Rabbeim, going to Rabbeim's houses, gaining inspiration, and the relationship just the camaraderie of the Talmidim, everyone growing, everyone doing things in order to become better people. And this is something that a person should take, not only in the past, but if your person is a real mevakesh, a real achas, so I want to be a shift Hashem, to continue that inspiration, to to not only hearken back, person has a Rebbe, to give a phone call, to get chizuk, and I know the many, many Talmidim. They they call, they, there's a simcha, but this week we had Baruch Hashem, a, a simcha, Rebbe Adam Schwartz, who was not only a Talmud, but a Rebbe in Ner Yaakov. He was able to marry off a daughter, and it was great, great nachas. I was able to be at the simcha, and, and and to get a, a keyboard and to dance and to see old Neryakiv Yaakov Talmidim who have also remained here in Eretz Yisrael, some of them great Talmidim Chachamim. The reason that it was such a great nachas is because the relationship is a relationship which continues and it continues to grow. And that holds not only for those people sitting in Eretz Yisrael, many Talmidim that they call and they send invitations to their simchas. Those are the things which we all draw inspirations. not only for myself, I'm sure the other rabbim, that also get their nachas, and I give a, a little a little shout out that if you haven't done it, now's the time to do it. The Bachanim Wasserman, who was one of the great Rosh Hashivas, Elozman, he would go to back to his Rebbe, to the Chafetz Chaim. He would go back to the Chafetz Chaim, and he would sit in the base medrash like a bacher, and 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 learn in order to get inspiration of Elo. There certain Talmud that today that they leave their jobs, they leave their positions, and they come to Eretz show and they go to the Beis Medrash, the month of Elul, the month of Elul is calling to us, the month of Elul the shofar is blowing. The Panovich he learned in Raden by the, by the Chafetz Chaim, and he wanted to leave to go to another yeshiva. And then he heard the Chafetz Chaim crying over a certain bacher. and he saw that the Chafetz Chaim had such a relationship with Talmidim, he said, how can I leave him? This is really what Elul is all about, the Ha'chaner for Elul be able to see the brachas, to be able to mechazek ourselves, to be mechadish uh, in new things, that it should be always like a new beaker And I think that, you know, Elul is a time where we say, not only is it in the relationship of Torah, but it's the relationship of Midas. Just say over one story from Rav that I saw brought down, that Rav used to send money to poor people. And it seems a couple days before the Yantif of Sukkot, he called someone and he said, "Listen, he gave him he gave him five envelopes, and I want you to go and you want you to deliver these envelopes to these and this people." And in the middle, the person got a phone call from someone's alman and wanted to find out if he actually gave him. If he gave out the thing. Now, what happened was, when, when one of the envelopes wasn't sealed, and when it opened up, he saw it wasn't money inside. What was it? It was tickets to the to the to the to the, to the Jerusalem Zoo. So he quickly put it back and he delivered it. And he gave it to the person, the person was an Almana. When he came back, he told him, some Zaman, he, said, he finished his shlichus, So he Rabbi, maybe you'll tell me. You know, I saw it wasn't money. He says, I saw it was just tickets. He says, Yes, money I already sent two weeks beforehand, I already sent with the with the with the Kupas sadaka All these people and other people should get. But these five families, the woman the women are Almanas, and their children. That, that, that what's going to happen is like this the money that was sent for them that's going to be used to pay their Makovid bills now what's going to happen is that the Yontif is going to come and a lot of families are going to go to the zoo they're going to do certain activities and these kids the children of al Almanas and Yusayim they're not going to have that particular that particular experience I wanted that they should also have a feeling that they're also in good hands and he sent me he, he thought about it thought what can I do be able to help an almon and a yosem. It's not the money. It's giving them a good time that they should be able to go to the local Jerusalem zoo. This is hinted to in this week's parasha, where it says, tiftach is yotcha. we should open up our hands. And I think there's another aspect when we think about what we can be mechazik in Elul, is be mechazik, how we can become better than other mechaverio people. Saul so brought down that in Kelim, a certain Talmud came in the month of Elul, and before he got into the base medicine in the hallway, a person came over to him and said, Oh, a Bakr, said, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? What can I help you with? I was very, very happy to see a person that was smiling. They gave him a, a very wonderful thing, can I help you guys? I'll take your suitcase. And then he walked a little bit further, and another Baruchah came over. And another Baruchah gave him the exact same, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? How are you doing? What can I help you with? And he was nispo. And then he found out that the Alter from Keller made a big deal, that the Mantevella, every Talmud has to go around and has to smile at another person and has to make him feel good. That's all included in the Paseyach Tiftach. That's all included in the Vakir Beheichola, to do it with his pilots. I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, that Chacham Shalom Koin, Zeich HaTzadik, with Hosuh Rav Parat Yosef. I wasn't so to learn by him. He was a tzvardik Rosh Hashiva, but he was a great, great God of Yisrael. And Parat Yosef is, I say, the premier... Yeshiva for the for the for the alumnus of the Sephardic Jews, his father Rabbi Frayim was a makubam was also one of the rishivas of Barat Yosef, and Shalom Cohen's children. I know some of them live in Ar-Harnov. I went to the Lavaia. I also got chizuk. What were some of the simple things that we can learn from him? He was very very connected not only to for sure the Torah, but he was Dovek with and he used to say people used to come to him for I When I have children, I want to get better. He says, the biggest school is tefillah. Tefillah and amuna. When a person has amuna a and a person daavin to a Baruch Hu, the tefillah is the best schoolah for a person to have a, to have a refuah. There was a woman that wasn't so religious, and she had tests that had come which weren't good and that showed that she had the illness, the machla. She came for a bracha. And he said to her, the bracha is from Hashem. Daven to Hashem and have a Baruch Hu. And then he gave her a piece of advice. The piece of advice was don't take any more tests for two months. Two months, don't take any tests. Two months later, she took tests and they all came out clear. She was clean from the machla. She came running to Rav and she wanted to tell him what what had happened and he was very happy. And the family members asked him, why did you tell her that she shouldn't take any tests for two months? He says, because I wanted that she should work on the Kirchh of Tfila and the Kirchh of Amuna. And that's what brought the before. Because she died him for these last two months, and she didn't take any tests, and she had a Muna, that Akurusbok was the one that can help her. That is the antidote. That's the school. Rabbi say, now's the time for us to be and ourselves in our tfiles, in our Muna Nakharuzbok. We have a whole month of Achana, forty days before Yom Kippur. It's a great, great time. It's the time of Rachman Virottsan. Ripsalam Chacham Shalom also used to learn Sifri Muser. Say, especially he learned when he was younger, uh, many, many times Chavaz Havavaz, which speaks a lot about Amunah. And he used those lessons of the Chavaz Havavaz and other Svarim he would share with Talmidim. They say there was once an Asifa of the Rosh Hashivas and they were speaking about kids, that boys that go off to Derek and girls that go off to Derek. and they say that Rav Shalom literally started crying. He said, ah, it can't be, we have to find Eitzes because these Kinder, they're all children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That was the connection that he had. If we would recognize, and we would daven, let's say we know a neighbor of ours uh, as a child who's not doing so well, we would daven for that person. Those are things which we can practically do in order to bring in not only Aramun and Artevila, but to be more connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and help out other people, as we said before, Pasech Tiftach. They say that he had a, <laughs> an unbelievable anhoga. I wish I could do it. Just showing it, showing it out to big Madraga, whenever his wife would bring him a glass of tea or anyone would bring him any food. He never would ask, even though it was sometimes it was missing some sugar or sometimes the food was missing a little bit of salt. Even even if the salt was on the table, he wouldn't ask to pass the salt. He felt that if someone gives someone did a favor for him, he cannot ask anyone for, to 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 put anything extra. He would eat it and drink it the way it was, and I, I think that's a great, great great Kabbalah. One last thing that I saw was that when he was younger and his children were growing up, the children said that the mother used to play with them, she would do activities for them, and the father, they knew he was sitting and learning. But when his mother, when the mother passed away, the Rebetzin passed away, she was also the daughter of a great, of a great, great tzaddik, a tzaddik tzaddik. So they say that he changes Hanhagam, and he used to do certain things with the children, and especially the grandchildren always had a warm heart, a warm spot, and a warm a smile whenever they came to the house, and he gave them, he would give them something. He wasn't a wealthy man, he lived in the old city in the Altschdott. So as we enter into the Shabbos, and we understand that this Shabbos has within it the kaychas of bracha, we should just see that we are zeicha to bracha. We should receive encouragement from the Acha Sha'alti, from the Shifti, from the Levakir, Be'i we should be, that Elo should be, as a word from, 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 from Chacham Sha'olam HaKoin, Ani L'Dodi V'Dodi Li, the more we will be for the Dodi, the more we will be to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be with, be with us. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos, and a wonderful Rosh Chaydash. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank, JFoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.